This episode is brought to you by 2 Before Performance Nutrition. 2 Before is a natural sports performance supplement made from New Zealand blackcurrant berries. There's a growing body of evidence behind these berries for improving endurance and kickstarting recovery. With a sweet and tangy berry flavor, you can mix it in water, juice, sports drinks, and smoothies. For optimal results, drink daily 30 to 60 minutes before training. Use code INDIANA30 online at 2before.com for 30% off 20-pack products and free shipping. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Indiana Runner podcast. My name is Josh Puccinelli, and this is my portion of the podcast where I sit down with some of the best coaches and athletes from around the state, past and present. We discuss the highs and lows of their running or coaching journeys, the key insights they've gained along the way, and often dive into the bigger picture beyond the course of the track, the things that make them human, not just elite runners or coaches. The following is a conversation with 2015 Carmel grads Kelsey and Haley Harris. Kelsey is a two-time All-State finisher in cross-country and two-time All-State finisher in track and field. Haley is a three-time All-State finisher in cross-country and four-time All-State finisher in track and field. Together with their team, they were four-time cross-country state champions and three-time national podium finishers at Nike Nationals. Upon graduation, they both made the unfortunate decision of joining the Hoosiers of IU. At IU, Kelsey was multiple-time All-Big Ten and All-American and currently sits at Indiana Alumni, all-time number 11 in the 800 and 202.88, number 7 in the 1500 and 411.75, and number 24 in the 5K and 1611.90. Haley was multiple-time NCAA Championships qualifier and currently sits at Indiana Alumni, all-time number 18 in the 1500 and 420.70, number 15 in the mile and 441.50, and number 20 in the 3K steeple and 1024.81. During this conversation, we cover their start in the sport, swimming all four years of high school, how swimming contributed to their running success, starting track their junior year, winning state and cross country all four years, competing on the national level, transitioning to college, the highs and lows of college running, where life has taken them since IU, and much more. Kelsey and Haley are two of the best runners for one of the best four-year team stretches in Indiana high school history. Although they were definitely talented, it is not surprising to see how much success they had with their commitment and drive to being successful in two demanding sports and their desire to see their team achieve as much as possible. And even though they had a ton of success, a lot of their fondest memories are the little moments they had with their teammates. Thank you all for listening to and supporting this podcast. We couldn't do this without you. I actually got an email this past week from two before that this podcast is driving sales and making a difference for them. Thank you to everyone who has supported the podcast in that way. Your support means a lot. As always, hope you all enjoy this conversation as much as I did. And without further ado, I give you Kelsey and Haley Harris. All right, Kelsey and Haley, welcome to the Indiana Runner podcast. How are you guys doing? Great. Great to be here. That's good. Haley, how's your summer going? Yeah, pretty good. Um... Not quite ready for it to be over. Hanging on to the, I like the warm weather, so hanging on to it as much as I can. But yeah, I definitely felt that change in this week. Yeah. Is this still summer Te- technically or no? <laughs> I think it is for a little, we're holding out for a little longer. Okay. So I think next week here is supposed to be like high 80s maybe or like the warm stuff and like fully going away. Yeah. Can't say I'm too upset about that. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Kelsey? Have you done anything? I've done a lot of traveling for like work and stuff recently. I feel like I've just been like bebopping around. So it's been, it's gone by really fast. I'm like in denial that it's already the middle of 
September basically, but it's been good. Yeah. Um, just like local travel or have you gone all over country or? I was in Texas for work and then I went back home in Indiana for like Labor Day weekend and stuff. Um, going to Myrtle Beach, Haley and I both are going to Myrtle Beach this weekend to hang out with some high school friends. So kind of been like all over the place. That's cool. Uh, what part of Texas were you in? San Antonio. Kind of okay. random, but yeah. I was in uh, Houston for work. <laughs> I didn't know. Okay. Yeah, obviously a big state. So yeah, yeah. I was like, we were in San Antonio, and I was like, I don't even know where San Antonio is, like relative to other cities in Texas. I just know it's probably like three hours away from another major city. Like, yeah, it, the state is just so big that I just have no idea. I know it is crazy. A little different than Indiana. Yeah, a lot. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you guys taking the time to do this. Looking forward to talking with you guys. Uh, we start off every episode with what's called tier talk. So we rank our top three in a specific category. This week is if you could safely own any animal as a pet, what would be your top three? Do you want me to go first or do one of you want to take it? Yeah, you can go first. So I okay. think about it. So I I have no idea how I landed on these three. Even just reading them now it seems really random. But my number three is an elephant I think it would I don't know why in my mind I was picturing like riding to work or practice on an elephant <laughs> I just think that would okay. be quite a statement you know park your elephant in the parking garage yeah if it could fit that's right that's that's a good point number two is a panda I think specifically a baby panda I think that'd be like so cute I don't know yeah, about a full-size panda would be interesting in the house but We'll see how it goes. And then number one, probably my favorite animal. And this can be emphasis on the the safely owning it, because I have no idea how you do that, but it would be a lion. Oh, I just think it'd be pretty cool to own a lion. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. All right. Do either of you have your three? I do. I feel like I just want to say mine. And like in case Haley and I have some overlap, and then I'd have to choose another one. Um, <laughs> Third, I feel like this is a little out of left field, but I would probably say a moose because I feel like that's something that you could ride and they're really big and really scary. I don't think people realize how big they actually are. Have you Second, seen one? Yeah, I have multiple times. It's terrifying. Um, so yeah, that would be like good for transportation and just protection. Second would probably be a dragon I don't know if this counts or not since that's not real but I feel like that would be pretty <laughs> dope um and then first would probably be a wolf just because I love dogs and so I feel like that's very similar also I feel like big Game of Thrones theme going on here but well, true it's whatever oh, but yeah okay. I think I think those are the three solid three what about you Haley yeah my third um little different I would choose a shark um we want to get specific i'm probably a tiger shark i don't know why i like them i think they're cool um second i think a black panther would be pretty sick and then um unfortunately i also have to go with a wolf for number one but i had it in my head first and i just couldn't think of a different one so <laughs> it is what it is <laughs> yeah the black panther that'd be cool that's a unique one all right so our, our second icebreaker it's called car talk so it's the random thoughts you have while you're driving, showering, running, whenever you're alone. 
my serious one for the week. So student loans are kicking back in next month and I'm still in the process of paying mine off, which has been a ton of fun. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and I was thinking about like with finances, with time, with relationships, like really with anything, I want to like as much as I can like go to life not like let it happen to me if that makes sense there's so much of life that is out of your control and i feel like part of having a good life or enjoying life is realizing that there's a lot of things that are out of your control but then like on the flip side of that there are still a lot of things that you can control so just thinking about you know getting ahead of my on my student loans and then all those other areas of life that i um mentioned like i want I don't know. I want to like create the life that I want and envision and as much as I can. So I've just been thinking about that for this past week. And then I also, I went to a, a music festival in Chattanooga um, like this past weekend. Uh, it was like, it's called Moon, Moon River Festival. It's kind of like a, I don't know, like Hozier was the headline. Do you guys? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it was like, a, I don't know if indie is the right word, but like, yeah something like that it's like a little more alternative yeah 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 and I was just thinking like what what makes meeting a famous person like cool I think two of the things that stuck out to me I'm sure there's like a million reasons like one is it like mean something to you personally like they made they make music that means something to you or a show or whatever and I also feel like it's because other people would find it cool that you met that person um so I was, just, I was just thinking about that, like, while I was at the festival, like, why is it, like, so cool to, like, see this person right here? Um, yeah, so that's what I've been thinking about for the past week or so. Have you guys been thinking about anything, anything on the mind? Um, Not, not really. I feel like anything like that, but I feel like going off of that, I feel like meeting a famous person is so cool just because like of the exclusivity like I feel like a lot of people keep their circles pretty small and so if you like actually meet them and you can like kind of see you know beyond like the persona they might like project also I feel like just good for connections I feel like famous people know other famous people so if you get in with one it's like oh like if you get in with like Jay-Z Beyonce it's like boom so yeah about you, Haley? Anything you've been thinking about? Yeah, um, I don't know. Sometimes I think about just like how I don't really appreciate living for the weekend when I'm driving on my way to work. Like, I feel like I should try to like not treat every day like it's the weekend, but it's like, I don't know. I feel like if you're living for the weekend, you just, you're kind of weeks go by too fast and you're, I don't know, you, you miss a lot. So just trying to like, have like little victories every day that I can come home to or little enjoyments rather than just like saving it all up for the weekend. I like that. Um, so going off like my second thought, I'm curious if you guys were to rank like fame, power, and money, like the, if you could have like one of the, of the three, like how would you rank those three? Um, I think I would go, from the top, I think I would go money, power, then fame. Okay. I think uh, similarly. Oh, sorry. Keep going. Please. Oh, no, it's okay. I just said being in the spotlight doesn't really appeal to me. So, yeah, I agree with that. Except I think I would probably put power in front of money because 
I feel like a lot of times, I, I do think they kind of go hand in hand. Like I think if you're a powerful person, you probably have a lot of money. And you sometimes- You have power. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> but I feel like power, there's only sometimes so far that like money can take you, but I guess you could say the same thing about power, but I feel like so I would put power first. Yeah, with power comes decisions, so. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Do you think, do you think being famous is like mostly terrible? <laughs> like, like ultra famous, like can't go anywhere kind of famous? Probably. Like you can't even go like out to eat to your favorite place without people just, yeah. And I think, I yeah, I think people's reactions to fame can be a little bit ridiculous sometimes. Yeah. I think it kind of get old learning new things about yourself that aren't actually true like when people yeah. spread rumors and it's like oh so-and-so did this and you're like well that's news to me yeah yeah no for sure I've, yeah I've definitely thought about that a little bit too even like on this like small scale like I don't know that's another thing I've been thinking about over the past like week or so is just like how much it's how much I care about what people think of me um it's like yeah, uh, there's been a couple of things that have like revealed that. It's, it's like I've known that's there, but you don't know the extent of it until like things happen. But even like on this like small scale, it's like a very niche podcast, obviously. And just like thinking about, am I doing this because I want to like shine a spotlight on amazing stories and like create a great product? Am I doing it so people will like me? Or I don't know, those kind of thoughts as well. And I couldn't imagine this on like a, hundred thousand a million times scale um that'd be a lot to deal with yeah so we are gonna go back to the beginning like we always do uh kelsey if you want to kick us off we're gonna go i guess back to the beginnings of running so how did you get your start in running did you do other sports other activities what were the beginnings like yeah um I feel like I'm going to speak for Haley a little bit too, because we did the same things growing up, but we started out playing softball and that was really fun. Um, but then we, so we did three sports growing up and oftentimes they interlapped. So it was softball, swimming and running. And then we got our start in running because it was middle school and our parents, I think we predated the pups running in Carmel. If I'm if I'm correct yeah yeah we had the mile and that was it and so we did that um and did well at it like I think our parents were just like oh you guys are fast like you should do that and then we started running cross country in middle school because our parents were like you need to get involved in something and there's only so many middle school sports and so we were like fine we'll run and then really enjoyed it and um found success early at it um but yeah, I feel like that's kind of how we got our start. I don't really know why our parents like made us do it. I think it was to like get involved, maybe meet some new people. But yeah, yep, they're so like, I you need tell. to do. Yeah, yeah, besides each other. Um, but yeah, they were like, we, you need to get involved in something. And I think the middle school sports in sixth grade were limited to like running or I don't even know. That might have been the only like track and cross country. Yeah, like, I think those are the only things you could do yeah. as a sixth grader. And so running it was, and then it kind of just stuck. Yeah. So did you guys stop playing softball and swimming uh, like when you started middle school? No. Softball, we stopped right before high school. And then we both ran and swam all throughout high school, I think, actually. And we'll probably touch on this later when we like talk about like high school and stuff. But I would say 
that swimming. I feel like we would be remiss to not give swimming in Carmel Swim Club some credit or a lot of credit for our high school success and just being able to stay relatively injury free because you're basically swimming for like a D1 college when you're in high school. It's like kind of what the training was like. So for real. Was it a tough was it tough to give up softball? Did you guys consider doing that instead of distance sports? Um, not really because we were very undersized. So we were very <laughs> small. So that would not have um it would have been difficult to make teams and just like we we grew late. So I mean being like five foot and hundred pounds is not really ideal in for <laughs> softball. So Yeah, definitely love the sport, but when it came down to it, it was like, okay, if you had to get rid of one, that was kind of the obvious answer. Yeah, for sure. So how was in middle school, how was running? Like did you guys fall in love with it straight away or is it kind of like something your parents forced you to do or what was the relationship like there? I think I wanted to quit in the beginning but um <laughs> they made us I did at least uh, they made us keep going and we eventually like I mean had some fun with it and started to enjoy it I feel like sometimes I was like why am I doing this again like I'm, I'm a swimmer I'm swimming and then they were just like you have to so um we just kept at it but I mean eventually I really liked it I can't exactly remember what I liked about it, but it's like we met some good people like through all ages, I think, and met like a core group of friends that we still talk to now in sixth grade. So I think that helped a lot. It's just meeting new friends other than the people that we already knew through other sports. Were you guys pretty good right away or did you even know what that meant? I think I think we made the top seven in sixth grade, right, Haley? I don't even know if they do it with increments of seven. Like I think, like I think the big deal was like running at like the county meet. Like I think that like that was limited to select people, and we both made that in sixth grade. So like that was a pretty big deal. And then I think we just like kept going up from there. So yeah, I feel like the kind of not immediate, but like being successful when we were young, that definitely helped us like want to stick with it and stuff. And we we liked it too. Mm -hmm. Like weren't going to do anything that we didn't like so there we go so going into freshman year you guys dropped softball just doing running and swimming um how was freshman year um it was kind of funny because <clears throat> we didn't go to any of the summer practices we were doing club swimming so we kind of we weren't going to do any of the time trials or anything because at that point they didn't have cuts um and um I think we went to one time trial I think we got to skip swim practice that morning and go to it so it's part of the reason why we were probably excited about it and then um we did it and I think it was to qualify for team camp but I wasn't even going to team camp because I was swimming in another meet so I couldn't even go to team camp but I think it was I don't even know why it went actually <laughs> maybe because <laughs> Kelsey was going so we did that time trial and it was like it was our first, it was the first 5k I'd ever run. It was probably some of the only miles I'd run that summer. And I don't even remember what happened in that. I mean, I, I think Kelsey like, <laughs> I don't well, remember okay. I think we like both came to this time trial and yeah, I would say our running up to that point, like, I mean, we we're swimming probably over 20 hours a week. Like, so that was like very intense. And then I think we would just like try to get a run in in between practices if we could, it was maybe four miles. No, and I think not. this time trial, so we like show up and people are like, who are these girls? Because we haven't been doing a single <laughs> practice all summer. And I think, and so like, we knew like, 
the incoming freshmen that we like went to middle school with but like that was about it and I mean I think we both definitely ran like under 20 minutes for our first 5k after like not really running and it was like on Northview's course we didn't even know where we were going probably um and then I think people were like who are these girls like (laughs) and so that kind of solidified it like Haley couldn't go to team camp but I got to go to team camp and so then that was just a great way to like really learn everybody better and I feel like people were like okay so these girls like they're they're good no one knows anything about them but they can (laughs) they can run a 5k at least so was that intimidating like showing up to this this 5k and like not knowing anybody I think there were definitely nerves um (laughs) I think in any situation like that 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 was new to us because we had each other it made it like a little bit less daunting it was like okay she's in this with me and so that always helped I think Mm -hmm. and it felt like I mean Haley and I were probably like 411 maybe like 110 pounds max (laughs) and I swear every girl on the team at least in like the top 12 group when we were freshmen was like tall blonde curly hair just like these like <laughs> they were probably at least like five seven and we were just like so that was a little bit intimidating because everyone's like oh my god they're so tall like yeah so doing both swimming and running like throughout high school was like the swim coach and just doing swimming was it they were pretty accommodating with your running or were they like we don't care if you do well at running or not like was there some like synergy there between the two our our coach was great. Um, I mean, all of the coaches ultimately were great, but our group coach was incredible, very accommodating. He understood that um, that we weren't gonna lift legs until um, cross country was over. He knew that our season generally extended past the IHSAA state meet, and he was totally cool with that. It overlapped a little bit with the high school season, but he knew that we would come to practice when we can. Um, If we weren't doing two days for running, we were doing the morning swim practices. So it was like three or four days a week, we would go swim in the morning or do weights in the morning and then go run in the afternoon. Um, So I think, and they also knew that we were like, it's not like, no, that's bad. It, but like he knew that we were having success at running. And also we were hard workers. We were dedicated. It's not like we were just like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go to Dairy Queen after school. I'm not actually going to go to cross country practice. So I think that helped as well. But um, I think our freshman year, they were a little bit like, OK, like, what are these girls doing? And it helped because the high school swim coaches were the club swim coaches. So we we knew these coaches. These coaches knew us. They knew that we had been running. and. Um, I think at first they were like, okay, your season's over. Like it's time to get in the pool. And we were like, oh, no, it's not. Like we're yeah. still running. <laughs> and um, I think uh, they were just kind of like let us do our own thing because they knew if we were in the pool that day, we were going to give it 100%. And then we'd go to school and go run. So it's I think they just took whatever we could get. And it's not like we were the best in the pool. So like we weren't like their top, top athletes. So I don't think they were too concerned about that either. Yeah. I think it also helped that before like the swim season started, like our mom had us sit down with our coach and just like communicated everything. And like, we're just like very upfront about it and saying like, we're going to make a commitment to both sports um, and do like the best that we can. This episode is brought to you by Olipop. Olipop is a healthy and delicious alternative to soda. Available in 14 flavors, including cherry vanilla, cream soda, and my personal favorite, classic root beer, Olipop combines prebiotics, plant fiber, and botanical extracts to support your digestive health 
with less than five grams of sugar and 45 calories in each can. Indiana Runner Podcast listeners can get 15% off at checkout with code IRPODCAST15. If you'd like to support the podcast and are looking for a healthy and delicious alternative to soda, check out Olipop today. Yeah. How good were you guys at swimming? Haley was really good at swimming. Haley was like all state multiple times um, in breaststroke. I like never quite made the state team, but that's also a feat in of, of itself at Carmel. Like Haley swam against Lily King. So wow. she, yeah, Haley was really good. So what was the, the thought process behind doing both sports? Did you guys just want to do both sports or yeah, what was the thought um, process there? I don't, I don't know if there was much of a thought process um, because I, I just still enjoyed it and I enjoyed swimming there. I enjoyed the competition side of swimming a lot. It's a little different than running. It's a little bit more individualized, I'd say, but I liked um, the strength I got from swimming and swimming workouts, I think. And I liked how it kept me in shape and how in shape I felt. And then we also had friends swimming as well. So it was to be able to like keep those relationships and I, Plus, it was one of those things where it's like, if we can make it work, I don't want to have to choose one quite yet. So we kind of kept that for as long as we could, I think. I think also, like, going into high school, we just, like, didn't know the kind of success that we would have at running. So at that point, it was kind of on the table where it was, like, looking way, way far out. I mean, we hadn't made any decisions yet, but it was like, okay, there's a chance we do one of these sports in college. And so it was like, I don't know which one we'll end up doing. And so it was like, just a matter of kind of keeping both of our options open. I actually don't ever think I thought about dropping one or the other, to be honest. Like that was never even like, I thought that crossed my mind, especially once we were like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Especially once it was like, we worked out a way to do both. It was like, okay, then we'll just do both. Because we had always just done all three or we had always done both. So it was one of those things where when we learned that the seasons didn't, the high school seasons didn't directly overlap, we were like, oh, well, we can do all three or both of them. Or it's like, oh, through club season, I'm like, yeah, I'll just swim in the morning and go run in the afternoon. Everybody does that. Like, (laughs) (laughs) So how was the transition season to season? Like, did it take a while? Like, we went from cross country to swimming to take a couple of weeks to get your, your swimming back up there. And how did like one fitness translate to the next? I would say that swimming helped with running more than running helped with swimming. If that makes sense. Like we, our swimming during like cross country season was pretty minimal, especially because sometimes we would do just like weights or like the out of dry land, out of water activities instead of just swimming. And so it took a little bit, to get caught up, I would say maybe a month, month and a half ish. Um, but then, I mean, you were so aerobically fit from swimming that I remember one time coming, this was like junior, I think, cause we were running track. I remember one time being like swimming all winter, coming back like March on a track practice and just like obliterating a tempo. Like it was like, I had been running all winter. And so I remember, um, and then, going into cross country season, sometimes we'd be swimming all summer. I remember our coach would always say, is it your lungs or your legs? If we were struggling, it, it would always just be our legs. Like your legs needed a little bit to catch up, but it would like, like a week, maybe two weeks, just because we were so aerobically fit. So let's say hypothetically, you're coaching a high school athlete who is just a runner, but they have, for some reason, they have to swim like during the winter. And what, what would you have them do 
like to be ready for track or or if they have to swim over the summer be ready for cross country like what what were some of the, like the keys during swimming that allowed you to be better runners i guess um i would just say like just having them know that they're fit like they are they are fit swimming keeps you very fit very in shape it's very good um for your lower leg strength it will help tremendously with injury prevention um it's incredible cardiovascularly and it's like your your legs like when you first transition i don't think there's really much you can do swimming in the pool to help you with running except for just just to the practices and just swim but um just know that the transition is a little bit difficult um because your legs feel like they can't you your body feels like oh i can do this and your legs just can't quite catch up yet and that's okay but just know that like you're fit like you're fine. So, I mean, that's, I mean, I feel like I would tell myself that, um, when I get my butt kicked in the beginning of practice, sometimes I'd be like, okay, like I know I'm fit. I just need my legs to catch up a little bit. Yeah. And also just like a lot going off when he said, like, no, you're fit, but also like, don't like, don't build, go back into like full mileage your first week. Like, yeah, you're fit, but like give your legs some time to catch up. Like you don't want to get hurt just because you felt like you had to rush back into it. You're not going to lose any of that aerobic fitness if you're like in the buildup, I would say. Yeah, for sure. So you'd mentioned that you're swimming like 20-ish miles a week or 20, oh, 20 hours. hours. Yeah. Hours. yeah. Um, was that pretty typical like throughout the swim season? I would say, yeah. I, I feel like 20 hours, Haley, you think that's a good estimate? Um, and we had, I'd say during the school year, it was about so four times a week, it was about an hour and a half, hour, 45 minutes in the morning. And then what was it like three 30 to six. So yeah. like two hours and, a, and then that was all five days and then three hour practice on Saturday. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Math is mathing, but it's like, it's <laughs> something like that. It, it definitely very in a little bit more intense in the summer. Um, summer would be two hours in the morning, two and a half hours in the afternoon and then three hours on Saturday. But we always had Sunday off. That was a good day for running. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So knowing that you guys would go on to run in college, do you have any regrets of of swimming in high school? Or would, if you could go back, I guess, would you not swim? No. No, I, I would still swim. 100%. Um, yeah. Yeah, I right. <laughs> think it kept me sane, honestly, a little yeah. bit too. Um, because, I mean... <laughs> I didn't want to run in the winter. Uh, I was going to say, we didn't have to run outside in the winter. So it was like, um, but I, I liked how I felt strong um, running because of the weights and just swimming makes you strong. And so I just appreciated always feeling strong. Um, I guess when I was running, that made a huge difference to me. I've always enjoyed, or even throughout high school, when we finally transitioned to doing some weightlifting on the cross country side, like it like just kept that strength up. And I, I personally always appreciated that. I always felt like I was one of the stronger athletes out there. Um, I think it, like I circle back to it. I think it helped a lot with injury prevention. Um, a lot of people got hurt. Um, I never, or well, okay. I got a little teeny tiny bit hurt in high school uh, one time. So, and that, that's it. It was pretty minor. Didn't miss a meet. So um, I don't know. I think, I, you know, yeah, 
sorry, long answer. I would not change. <laughs> I would not change. Fun it. fact, Haley also never missed a single practice in college because of an injury. So I think, like, I think, I don't know if there's anyone that can really say that. I'm sure someone will be like, I did after they listen to this. But um, yeah, I, I would second the injury prevention thing. I just think like, especially with running, it's just like so much pounding on your body that like breaking up and doing some swimming really helped. Yeah. Did you guys swim at all in college? We, our first two years had a cross train day. We'd like, like 45 minutes and swim 45 minutes. So, mm-hmm. and our coaches, it was really cool. Cause they like knew about our swimming background. So they, and they knew we were like pretty low mileage in high school. And so they gave us like, not everyone had a cross train day, but they were like, you can cross train a day just to, like on an, a rest day or recovery day so that you're not killing yourself with mileage right away. Gotcha. Um, what did your running training look like in high school? I think we did like two workouts a week, maybe Haley. And then I, I, if we got over 30 miles, it was like, whoa, I'm like, we're getting up there. And to be honest, I don't even know if I can really speak for the early years. Cause like, I don't think I kept a log until like senior of high school when it was like required. I don't know. Um, I feel like people are like a lot more into that Mm -hmm. now than they used to be. Sorry. Our coach was really into cross training. Um, Yeah. We really only ran like four, five days a week, maybe. Yeah. Um, We We did hill repeats sometimes. Yeah. We started doubling our last year, I think, and we only did that two weeks. I feel like. Yeah, we only did that a couple times. Um, We incorporated some strength, like although we would do like a ton of like lower leg and like body weight yeah. strength stuff and like core we did core almost every day um but started incorporating the weight room and stuff our last two years maybe a year so, but yeah I would say if we got over 30 miles a week it was like whoa like we didn't do long runs I think I, I think ran, they did in the summer yeah they might have done in the summer but we didn't do be like, like I think the longest I ran was like nine miles in high school like oh really yeah so I I feel like things have changed a lot since then but that was the kind of training it, I would say it was high intensity low mileage mm-hmm. was so. that just for you guys or was that for the whole team it was everyone yeah I again we can't really speak for what happened over like the summer when people weren't competing but that's what it looked like during like the fall and like the competition seasons I would say yeah so you guys obviously accomplished a lot during your time in high school four-time state champions in cross country three-time national podium winners um, you guys are each all state too many times to count. Do you have a favorite accomplishment or favorite moment from your time in high school? I think just making it to Nike cross nationals was so fun. That was always such a fun weekend. Like it was great, like traveling with everyone and just bonding with everyone was so fun. And like Nike put on just like such a great weekend for the athletes that like really made you feel special. And so I don't think I could choose like a year that was the most fun out of all of them but I think they were all special except the year Haley and I were like deathly ill one year maybe we like don't talk about that year but um (laughs) (laughs) maybe we don't mention that one but other than that like I think that was the and that was just a goal that was like up in the locker room like all year um and that was like I feel like our main goal almost every single year and so that was always just like a really fun weekend Mm -hmm. yeah I agree say the same Haley 
Yeah, I'd say the same. I also think um, we had a lot of fun traditions as like the fall came around and kind of like championship season came around. Like we did a lot with the girls who made the top 12 and that was always really fun and really special. It was like a pretty big honor to be on that top 12 squad out of 120 plus girls. And so like just like we did pumpkin carving, we messed around, we would get together after meets and eat a ton of food like it was just like really it was just really fun we were hanging out with that group a lot and it really um got me to some of my closest friends like I've been in people like I've been to people's weddings recently from that group like um for two of those girls we're going with on vacation this weekend like it's like so it's like I've stayed in touch with a lot of those people um and so I feel like that's just like helps solidify like lasting friendships with people I'm still friends with and still talk to today. So I think that was also one of the the non-competing things that I really um really appreciated from all of that. That's awesome. Um so obviously to accomplish as much as you guys did, there had to be a lot of really great individuals on your team. How, I don't know if you remember like some of the conversations that were had, but how did you balance kind of individual goals, maybe especially during track and like team goals with having so much talent on your team? Um, I, I think, oh, you can go Haley. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. I, at least in cross country, and this is probably going to sound bad, but it, it's not bad. Like, I don't really remember making a whole lot of individual goals. <laughs> um, I just know that like, if, um, like obviously the goal was to come out with a team win every meet doesn't matter what meet it was um and if you did your job and um contributed to that team goal like i mean that fulfilled my my personal individual goals uh, there were time goals like people um it was less i feel like less common now um back then to break like the 18 minute barrier like that was a big one but it was just kind of like you know, when you're running on tired legs and it's not a good course, you just, it, you never know if it's going to happen. So, I mean, that's kind of in the back of my mind as one of my individual goals, like vaguely, but more of it was just kind of like, okay, like if I finished um, against competitors or f- even like with my, within my teammates or like, I think by my senior year, I was like, oh, trying to be one on the team. Um, if I wasn't one on the team, hopefully that means that somebody else had a great day. And that's great too, but it's like, if I showed up and did my job and we won the meet, then like, I was satisfied. Yeah. I think they, like our coaches, just everything was about the team goal. And it, I, I agree with Haley. It was like, if we accomplished the team goal, then you know that you individually did something right to accomplish that. Like some of, like some of the stats on our little stat sheet, I was like, oh, I didn't even know that I got that place at the state meet like that I didn't even remember that just because (laughs) I knew that we won state and that was all that mattered that year and every year honestly and so yeah I feel like it was one of those things where it was like we do what we can to accomplish the team goals it like that's what everything was focused on and then it was like um once if you do that then you probably accomplish something pretty great individually because to win the Indiana state meet is no joke you have to run pretty well as a team to do that I feel like in track stripped of our individuality yeah, or anything. No, like, we I feel like that's but... like a, that's like an us thing us way of thinking yeah, like it's not yeah. like our coaches were like there you are not an individual like, yeah no, no like, there was none like, of that that's just kind of how it um that's just kind of how I thought about it in my head uh because one of the best one of my favorite parts I think about our cross-country team is that on any given day one can be seven seven can be one two and three can go down to five and six like it didn't matter and I knew that if I was in like 
by my senior year, if I knew that I was in the top three, like I probably had a pretty decent day. And if someone beat me that day, good for them. I hope they, I hope they had a great race. Like it just like, that was, I think one of the best parts. Like, I feel like I remember, I don't know if it was semi-state and um, I just remember that, sorry, shout out Meg, but like Meg, Meg and Chris had a great race that day. And like, we were all so happy for her. I don't remember what place she got on the team. I don't remember what place I got on the team that day, but I just remember Meg was usually like a five, six girl. And I think she was in the top three for our team that day. And we were like, like, holy crap, Meg, like, that's awesome. Like, that's what we want to see because, you know, it all pushes up, it all flows up, like five and six push three and four. And that was kind of like my mentality. It was our team mentality. So it was just like, I don't know. I, that was something that was like super cool actually seeing that in action and being like, wow, like that's great. Um, so, but yeah, I don't know, Kelsey, if you can, I yeah, I feel like anything else about that day because I don't. <laughs> I don't remember either. I don't even actually think I remember what year you're talking about, but it's fine. Um, I think <laughs> I think like going off of that, it was like if yeah, it was like okay, I know around where I fall on the team, but if I don't fall that way, it means like maybe I didn't run that well. But like there was always someone to like pick up the slack, and that was it. Was never like oh, we expect so-and-so to be one, so-and-so to be two, so-and-so to be three. It was always jumbled every week and like everyone, like there was just like no order. And then if the, if number one was seven that day, they were probably more upset that they didn't run well as opposed to their teammates beating them. Like there was no like harsh feelings if you got beat by a teammate just because it meant like, hey, look at you. Like that was a great run for you. I feel like that was like one thing that's was pretty unique about our team considering all the talent that we had. Yeah. So Kelsey, you had mentioned earlier that the swim team, it kind of felt like you're part of a D1 program with how good you guys were. It seems like in a lot of ways, the cross country team was pretty similar with what you guys were able to accomplish. Like were you, when you were in it, were you aware of how like good and I guess like special your teams were like with winning state every single year? Um, Yeah, were you like aware of that while you were there? I think yes and no, like obviously winning state is like such a great accomplishment, but it kind of felt like an expectation at that point, Um, especially going when we had a streak of like five or six years or something like that. It kind of just felt like an expectation. I feel like while we were in it, I don't know, maybe we're just, we were just so used to like the standard and like tradition of excellence that we had between both programs that it was like, no, you're at a place where everyone works hard and everyone gives a hundred percent. And then, yeah, there's going to be like a lot of success and a lot of accomplishments. So I feel like, like, obviously we knew we were good. Um, but I don't think we knew that like our program stood out from everyone else's. I mean, I guess we would do things. I think people hated that we did this. We would after meets, like our coach would make us like, we'd literally go to the starting line. Like everyone's like starting to leave in their buses and stuff. Our coach would make us go to the starting line and do like lower leg work or like do core like on the course so that everyone could see us doing it while they were like driving away and I feel like everyone hated that we did that and I feel like at the time we were like okay like like obviously no one questioned it but it was just kind of like why why are we doing this right now but I think that was maybe one thing where it's like I feel like it was just him having us send a message and be like yeah like this is why we're better than you guys because like we do work like this but I don't know, those kind of mind games. But I, yeah, I feel like when we were in it, like obviously I knew we were good, but I didn't know how different it was compared to other programs, I think. Yeah. Haley, would you add anything? Yeah, I 
I like the phrase like you knew it, but you didn't know it because at the same time, I'm like, these are the seven girls that I'm sending the ugliest Snapchats of my life to while we're all in the same room together or while we're all <laughs> on the bus together. So it's like that, that part, like, you know, it's like we were serious in our moments, but we also had fun. Like, it's like, oh, I can't believe like I'm sitting next to a state champion and she just like, I don't, I don't know, sent me this god awful picture or so, like it's just that kind of stuff like or we're just like when we're messing around in the ice bath or something it's just where we're yeah we're screaming at each other in the ice bath because our coach just dumped a whole cooler of ice in there it's just kind of like yeah these are these are the same girls who are some of the most like talented athletes in the country I don't know it's just like we still had our fun too so I think that kind of kept us grounded if you'd like to continue listening to this episode of the podcast, you'll need to subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Indiana Runner. Once you do, you'll get access to all full-length episodes of the interview portion of the podcast, in addition to other subscriber-only content, including extra content on race previews and recaps, book club episodes, the ability to ask my guests questions, and much more. Thanks again for listening to and supporting this podcast. I look forward to connecting with you on Patreon.